Welcome back to what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. I'm Vincent Lancey, speaker and author of the book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. Want to know what it's really like to be an entrepreneur? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you're already an entrepreneur or looking to start your journey tomorrow, or maybe just someone who needs a little extra motivation to get through the day, this is the perfect podcast for you. This is the place where you will learn exactly what it's like in the world of entrepreneurship and hear authentic stories of entrepreneurs grinding on each episode. My goal for this podcast is to help you realize that giving up is never an option. If you missed the last episode, be sure to download it after you tune in today. Before I introduce my guest, I'll share an entrepreneurial story to inspire you all. This episode is the great Mark Cuban. Many know his story, but many don't know his journey. Here's some highlights I had. Mark started his entrepreneurial journey by putting together 15 grand to buy a bar as an undergraduate student in college. To no surprise, he turned that bar into one of the most successful student bars in town. Why? Due to his business savviness, of course. His first business after college was a company called Microsolution, which he sold after seven years for $6 million. He thought that was enough to retire and bought himself a lifetime pass on American Airlines just to fly around the world see as many countries as he could. When he came out of retirement quickly to start this company, AudioNet, he found his desire was to listen to his old basketball games. The stock's IPO was in 1998, and it was caught in that dot-com frenzy, soaring from $18 to $62.75. This happened in one day. We all know the rest is history as he's now a star on Shark Tank. And hey, Rob, what would you like best about his story? I really like Best Bell's story as he came out of retirement, which I thought it's not really cool, me being retired Navy for after serving 24 years. Uh, coming out of retirement is definitely something that I have done-ish. When you have a burning desire and a real passion to do things, sitting around doing absolutely nothing or just, you get bored, you get tired of, of everything. And so it's time absolutely. to do what you really want to do passionately, what your passionate drive is and your burning desire. Absolutely. I mean, sitting around for anybody eventually is toxic, <laughs> but that voice is today's guest. My guest on the show today is another friend I met through networking. I had someone on the show earlier in the season. Her name was Meredith. She said, Vince, got a referral for you. We linked up. He's all the way on the West Coast out in Temecula, California. I'm over here in Tampa on the East Coast, but the power of the internet is letting us on, connect on Zoom right now to record this in, uh, info for you, this interview. Let me please introduce Rob Swigert. Rob, thanks for joining the show, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Vince. And, and hello to all of you millions of listeners out there. Yeah, thank Rob. I'm so thanks. hard to be here. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> please preview your story just a bit, and then we'll touch on what you're working on today before we hop into the questions. Sure. Um, let me give a background about myself. Like I said, I retired Navy for 24 years, and then uh, found it really hard to find a job afterwards. And so, and then um, I got fired. Uh, was I was working Target seasonal and I actually got fired and I told myself I never ever want to get fired from anything else in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. that's, so I said, okay, the best way to do that is start working for myself. And, you know, and the biggest thing to overcome with that is, is fear. Yeah. I don't know, didn't know who to talk to, where to go, how to start. And so I can't let that, can't let that stop me. So I want to do stuff. I'm really passionate about helping others and, and giving back. Because I've, I've, the blessings have just been coming and coming and coming over and over again. And um, it really came a point in my, my life where I was sitting in my living room and 
I've had three failed marriages. Well, I've not failed, but uh, learning experiences, like I like very, to call them, because nice. because nobody really fails anything. They they're just learning experiences. Absolutely. And uh, I said something's got to change. I don't want to spend my second half of my life or the rest of my life doing the same thing I did before. Something's got to change. So I had to change. So I had to go to work on myself and I had to love myself. And so I hired coaches. I hired mentors. I got out, actually started talking to people, got over the fear of talking to folks and seeing how I could actually do something. And then everything started lining up and the blessings just started popping left and right. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm excited to hear more about your story. That is true. When you start helping others and giving back to others, it does come full circle. And it's usually with a pretty big smile on your face. It's something I do, Rob. Each episode is called The Big Five. On each episode, my guest and I go over these five questions to help you, the listeners, learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. You ready to go, Rob? I'm set. Let's go. Great. So you might have just touched on it a bit, but I'm excited to get into more detail. When did you first realize that you weren't happy with what you're doing? What was that moment? Or maybe you just needed a change to become that entrepreneur? That day that I got fired from Target. Yeah, please. <laughs> but it was seasonal. Um, I, I, walked, I walked in um, the day to check the schedule for the next week, and I wasn't on it. And then uh, I went to the manager and said, hey, something's wrong here. I'm not on the schedule for next week. And they said, oh, well, come in here. We need to talk to you. And had to be cash. I said, thank you for, for working with us, and go away. Uh, so I right then and there, I said, you know, I never, ever want to work for anybody else the rest of my life. I want, I want to do my own thing, which kind of freed me up. My dad got sick uh, in October the year before. So it freed me up to be able to spend time with him. And I'm running up and down the freeway hour and a half, three or four times a week just to take care of him. And then in March of 2015, he passed. And then it, that changed my life forever. I said, never again am I going to do a nine, regular nine to five job and just sit there and work for somebody else. I have to do things that I'm passionate about that I love to do is help people. And now I have the time to do it. And I experienced it when the time I got fired from, from target till March, I got to taste that freedom of what it really is to be free to do what you want and what's important to you. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to follow your passion. So you were just staying busy working at it, taking some work, retired Navy, just staying busy. Uh, I was trying to stay busy, but a majority of my time, it took me six months to find a job after I retired from the Navy. Uh, <clears> really, was, real difficult. Really, really difficult. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not easy to find a job, as I come to find out. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's really I mean, cool. I've learned over the years when before I went full out entrepreneur that applying to Indeed and LinkedIn, these places that are valuable resources, I found it to be more of a black hole in a way where there's thousands of resumes going into the same hole. And if you're not one of the first 10, it's tough to get looked at. And uh, so I do understand that. But you might have mentioned fear before, but I'm excited to dive into this, especially with your background. What would you say one or two of the more difficult parts are going from a structured Navy day to being an entrepreneur where there's no commander in front of you? You're on your own. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm really glad you asked that question. Um, because my life had been structured. I uh, told when to wake up, when to eat, when to use the restroom, when to leave work, all that stuff for 24 years. And now I have the freedom to do what I want. Oh my gosh, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. <laughs> uh, my whole life has is, is, is changed. And it's, it's scary. It, it really is. Because uh, transitioning from the Navy and doing that for 24 years into the civilian sector and not knowing the civilian sector and not having to 
find a job for that amount of time. And then all of a sudden, Hey, this is reality. This is life now. And it is really, really scary. And I had a really, really breakthrough in December when I met Meredith and her daughter, Skylar, we did an exercise and she asked me, so what's holding you back, Rob? What are you afraid of? And I said, you know, wow, it's my mind just expanded and opened up. And I said, you know what? Nothing. Nothing. Because then I started, I knew something had to change. So I hired the coaches. Um, I had got around mentors, went to meetup groups, start talking to folks and just being around like-minded people. When you have that mental mindset, you have to switch gears. Old prop, old all solutions to today's problem will not work. Love that. Have to come up with something new and fresh and yeah. be with, with like-minded people such as yourself and in the entrepreneur mindset is, is the way to go. And that's what I want to do. And I never ever want to have to work for anybody ever again. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely pros and cons we'll, we'll get into, but I think everybody should have a mentor. I've a lot of successful people I've networked with. You're, it's always good to have someone to bounce your ideas with, help guide you because you're always your worst critic you know you don't always see things directly through having someone a bounce idea that's a great one give me one more rob what's one more hard part you're finding out of the navy out of that structure getting into the freedom of entrepreneurship and having to make your schedule as efficient as possible on your own um opening the mind you have to have an open mind you can't just go with a nine-to-five mindset you definitely have got to change change things up so that's why i hired i hired coaches more than one um, and I have more than one mentor and I talk to him and I start talking to him more and more. I hired a life coach. I'm like, okay, something's got to give here. I got some, I got to change some things up here. I don't know how to do life anymore because what I did for the past 24 years isn't working now. So I got to switch it up. So I hired a life coach and, uh, worked with him for about a year and a half. And then I kind of outgrew him because yeah. I was, was going so fast. So I hired another one who's gave me accountability. And then about halfway through that session, I started to think to myself, you know, I could do this. I can help people because he's helping me. I can do this. So I started taking his programs. Now I'm becoming a life coach, a business coach, accountability coach, work on my public speaking gigs. And I'm also um, lining myself up with nonprofit organizations, such as the Giving Angels of San Diego. They help the home, feed the homeless. What made you pick them? What was your, uh, what shifted towards the homeless? Or is that just something you've always been passionate about? So um, it's more way for me to give back. And I'm, I'm actually talking to a lady who deals strictly with homeless veterans and their families. I'm meeting with her tomorrow and getting up with her. I Giving back um, to veterans and the homeless. I, I've fed the homeless before. And it's really dear and close to my heart to feed the homeless and take care of the homeless, especially the veterans as well. But I'm not excluding anybody when Absolutely. I say that yeah. and the families families even more so I mean I've been so blessed over the past five years that I, I am compelled in my heart to give back yeah it's a very fulfilling feeling just giving back it's one of my favorite things to do volunteering the philanthropy side of things absolutely yeah people don't understand that that is one of the biggest joys you can create is the act of giving pushing paying it forward that feeling you get inside is definitely one of a kind. You can't buy it. That's oh, you know, that also brings me up another fear. Yeah. <laughs> when, ahead, you, when you first start out, you don't know where your next paycheck is going to come from. You don't know where your next meal is going to come from. 
But if you know when you're aligned with your mind, body, and soul, and your spiritual life, and everything's in line and in tune, don't even worry. You don't even worry about that stuff. You just keep on, like you said, pay it forward and keep doing what you're doing, and the blessings will come. Delayed gratification I had to learn real fast. Yeah, it's there, and but it is. Uh, it definitely is gratifying when you see your work start to pay off. All the hard work eventually unravels, and it gives you the momentum for the next accomplishment. Oh, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Rob. <laughs> what would you say your greatest failure is, or one of them? What did it teach you? Why did it still stick with you today? Um, like I said, I'm, uh, I don't fail uh, at anything other than um, grade school. <laughs> uh, I, I did count a failure as I failed a class, one class in my senior year of high school. But uh, the biggest life lessons that I've learned were my three marriages that I've been through and my three divorces. And that was probably the biggest lesson I learned that I had to change. I had to change stuff. I can't change the world and everything that I'm doing. Alcohol played a big, big part of my life. Okay. Let's, let's get into that, that. Yeah. During that time. And, uh, and the turning point to that was when I walked into an AA meeting after I got a DUI. And I sat there and I listened. And I was just listening. And I said, wait a minute. God put me here for a reason. I'm not drinking ever again. I have in April 9th, it will be two years completely sober. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. So yeah. Sir. It was, it was a shift in my mind. Shift. Okay. God put me here. And I said, okay, God, I'm done trying to live my life the way I think it should be ran. I gave everything up to him. <laughs> God has control. He's got full control of my life and everything. And when I, when I did that, and that's an everyday thing, it's not just a one-time thing. I do it every single day. And once you're aligned with that, with your mind, body, and soul, and your spiritual, spiritual God out there, is the blessings <laughs> are just so incredible. And it shifts your mind. Things don't happen to you. They happen for you. And it's a whole mind shift, a whole mentality of, of going that way and paving it forward. Well, it sounds like you've really been working on your self-love and your self-improvement. You know, the way you're speaking, everything sounds, sounds very inspiring, I'm sure, for everybody listening in. And that's, that's another thing. It first starts with self-love. You have to love yourself. And a lot of people don't. They don't pay, take the time for self-love, whether it's the gym or it's, you know, reading, reflection. So right. many different ways to do it. You have to take care of yourself in a world that's constantly moving and moving so, so fast. Those small timeouts here and there. Everybody works differently, obviously. For me, is I don't mind the long stretch of the days. It's just I have to make sure I insert my mental health breaks, my my exercise, my just little breaks to get off because take care of the engine keeps the car. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. If you can choose to have a conversation, Rob, and learn from any entrepreneur, we're talking dead or alive, who we got, why are you picking them? What are we talking about? Describe the scene. No, that's a great, great question. Um, whew. There's so many out there. That That's the goal with some of these. They're open-ended to the point where we'll make each, <laughs> each guest very unique. Well, I'm, I'm going to call out my men, one, one of my mentors, Dr. Greg S. Reed. Please do. He, Let's uh, get into it. He, uh, he's author. He's written a couple books, maybe about 85 or so. He's, he's a keynote speaker, number one Forbes, and he's just killing it. But what, what got me to pick him, his first book that he ever wrote called Stickability, he got denied over 200 times before he finally got picked up to someone to publish his book. 
just the perseverance and the nonstop grind. He could have given up at any given time, but he didn't. He kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. And that's what you have to do no matter how hard life hits you. Get back up and keep on going. Absolutely. In the world of entrepreneurship, especially, you become accustomed to know, accustomed to things not going right the first five or five thousand times. People (laughs) tend to give up so easily, which blows my mind. If I look at something so simply as emails, if I'm sending, say, 20 emails out for possible leads or possible connections, maybe, you know, what, 10%, 20% answer, no matter how well structured you you are. Similar to when I'm doing the podcast, I'll reach out to people on LinkedIn, Instagram, through my connections, emails. Just because I reach out doesn't mean I'm getting an answer back and I can't get discouraged and I'm not getting these numbers because <laughs> some great things happen and referrals happen. Then people like you come on my show, we're able to get connected through somebody else. So you just got to keep your head up and not let it hit the pavement. Absolutely. It, 100%. You know, every door opens for a reason, whether it's something that you're not seeing at first and it just happens to open up because of someone saying no, maybe, or doesn't answer. Maybe you shift your your efforts towards another way, another avenue, and then something else occurs. So it really is just about never giving up. That's a great answer. Well, yeah, and also things will come up from left field that you wouldn't even expect came from. Where did that come from? Okay, that's cool. Let's check out that journey. <laughs> and then that goes right with you've been saying the whole time with aligning your thoughts, your body, and aligning everything. Those things will stay consistent if you're consistent. Oh, absolutely. I, I you have to stay consistent. consistent. I believe consistency as well. It's uh not the easiest thing in the world, like being positive a thousand percent of the time is not easy, but if you can, if you can manifest that idea eventually. Uh, well, absolutely. But plus you have to take action. I mean, there's one thing to actually say it, but it's another thing to actually do it. Cause yeah. you can sit, you can sit on your couch at night after working a nine to fiver and eating some popcorn and watching a movie or something. I'm going to change my life. I want my life to change. Well, you're not really doing anything to do that. And I heard Tony Robbins, he worked his nine to five and he would come home, he'd eat dinner. And then after that, he would start working on his business at night, going from 7 p.m. to 4 a.m. You know, when are you going to work on you? You want stuff to work? Make it work in your world. You hear it, takes it, you hear it pretty it. frequently. I don't have time. And it's just something that really bothers me is that in certain environments, making time is more difficult. But sure. I, my hours are horrible hours i'd say i was always the first one up at the sleepovers younger it was always hard i was always up early but then as i got older now i'm up at 132 before i go to the gym and i have a full day because it's my own business i have to do i wear all these hats every day which usually comes up in the episodes how entrepreneurship you're doing every single thing by yourself usually at first and i'm year five or six into my business with this 10-year opening window me trying to accomplish the podcast the books the speaking the coaching the volunteering, all these pieces under my umbrella brand. And I could easily say I'm tired because I am tired. Oh, yeah. I'm tired all the time. I want to <laughs> But here's something really cool. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. No one has any plus or minuses. We all have the same 24 hours. Is what we choose to do with it separates us from everybody else. Absolutely. Now let's get into this final question, number five, because we've talked about your history so much valuable advice there, so much motivation. But let's talk about your entrepreneurial endeavors in the future. We'll do one in five years. Now that you're back on track, you're out of the Navy, you found something that's finally clicking for you. We're starting some coaching up, making a difference, volunteering in the streets. Let's talk about one year from today, Rob. We're recording this end of January 2020. So pretty much 2021, what do you want to see from yourself? Um, I want to see 10 people have their lives altered changed in a more positive way due to my coaching business 
I want to reach out to about 500,000 people with my speaking business, my business, and, and I want to feed a million homeless people, and I want to house 5 million homeless veterans and get their families off the street. That's in year one. Year two, triple it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not fair right there. So are we looking to expand the speaking business? Are we looking to just get larger in scope and scale? Are oh, no, no. Uh, I'm taking this quarter to to get everything set up for that to, so I can scale it on the second quarter, third quarter of this year. So I'm setting myself up for this. This is a year to set everything up to really Excited. launch at the, the second half. And then um, I also have property casualty insurance services business where I'm going to hire 10 folks to do what I do, get behind the scenes and do all the logistics behind there. So I'm not the only one doing it. So I can there actually run my business and not have my business run me. Yeah, that's the goal. Well, I think you're on a great path and I think you're on a great way. So thank you so much, Rob, for coming on today. I know our listeners are going to see so much value today. I enjoyed the personalized perspective that I hope every guest does give. With you, you talked about something where you were structured for so long, over two decades, trying to get back on your feet but not giving up, taking jobs even at Target stores just to get back in the public realm and look at you now. You got the coaching right. business. You know you're sober. You're, you got the coaching business sparking and you're planning ahead which is very important for, I think, everybody listening in, the fact that you're planning, not just acting. You're, you're being efficient with your time, planning it out, and that's going to yield success. Well, I do something called the last word here, Rob. Is there something you want to share with our listeners today that we did not get to touch on yet? Um, I just have one thing for listeners. Whatever your passion is, whatever your heart tells you to do, do it. Don't give up. If, if you don't know how to do it, contact me. I'm easy to find. I'm all over the place on social media, on LinkedIn, Robert Swigert professional page on Facebook, Rob Swigert on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm very easy to find, but I'm even harder to forget. I love that. That was my <laughs> next question. Give me your social media and website. So everybody make sure you check them out at those handles. And remember you can follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at your favorite morning podcast and on Twitter at podcast by Lancey. My handles are at Vincent A. Lancy on all social media and YouTube, and my website is vincentalancy.com. Make sure to check out my book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, on Amazon now, but be sure to DM me or email me. I want to hear what you think. If you liked today's episode, please continue listening and rate what it's really like to be an entrepreneur five stars. I work very hard to find value delivering stories for you on each episode. And as always, I will end the show and follow the last word with a quote that inspired me and I know it will for you too. This one is from Kevin Plank, founder and CEO of Under Armour. He said, it starts with not having a hangover with the way things used to be. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all in the next episode of what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. 